0: B'ruchim Abayim B'shem Hashem Hashem. Welcome to our weekly Wednesday Shir. the Nishmas Rosalind Bas Rachel Chanah This Shabbos is Parshas Terumah. It is not a Parsha with the second Sefer Torah. The it's not one of the four Parshas. It skips this week because Zacher is as we said connected directly with Purim, and therefore Zach has to be Shabbos before Purim, and since this week is not Purim, Purim is the week after, so Zach will be the next Shabbos to Tzavah. So this week's Pashas Truma is only one Sefer Torah, we're only going to read the 96 Pesukim of Pashas Truma. Truma giving the Trumas of the person's personal property. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry. Donations. What is the limitation of Tsudaka? What is Tsudaka? What is, the, what is accomplished by giving tzedakah? As we know, God blesses us with whatever we have, some, some more bountiful and some with less. Those that have more Baruch Hashem, God should bless them with more and more, and everything else, the health and the children and nachas and everything they need, they require. Their obligation to give tzadaka is greater than the one of the person that unfortunately is not a substantial means. When one is not a substantial means, obviously to give tzadaka they can give 10%, or even if they give a fifth of what they own, 20%, that's the max. That's the max. So, you, if you're earning a thousand dollars a month, a thousand dollars a week, you're giving a hundred dollars a week to tzedakah. You're doing the right thing. If you give two hundred dollars out of the thousand dollars, it's exact. It's not exact, but it's it's the five. The fifth of what you're earning. It's mitzvah minham mukar of course, it's a nice way to do it, but it might be putting you in a strong, a straight, in a heavy predicament to do such. Therefore, that said, one gives tzedakah as in proportionate to what they earn in their earnings, and it's a way of giving back. There are those. There's many, many stories of tzaddikim that would not go to sleep at night with any money in their house. Every night, at the end of the day, the house expenses were taken care of. The rest of the money was distributed to tzedakah. How does that work as far as the tenth percent, the five, and the twenty percent, etc.? It's a chesed of a tzaddik. Do you have to have money in the drawer so that the child can go to the money in the morning to go get breakfast? Sometimes to buy something in the, in the grocery in the last minute or to get something a nash for school. It's nice to have that. Unfortunately. Time in history has shown itself that if people that don't have it, some children revert to different methods of getting, and some children are raised with the proper standards, and they know this is not mine, I don't have what's not mine, and that's all I can do, and that's all I can live with. Very, very difficult, especially today's day and age, with the peer pressure, etc. It's very difficult for a child to be able to grow up without money, and therefore Hashem should bless each and every Jew to have pots and pots of gold as they would say money case that god should bestow upon everyone the blessings until the lips are calling out and saying die 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 enough 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 that even you should be able to say enough and nobody should lack as we said last week you seek never divinity only when the Jews became poor and never had to sell himself anyone should ever have to come to such a predicament situation we need to find what's needed we need to be able to live with what we're being given And some of us will say we need to live within our means, but it's difficult. It's excru- excruciatingly difficult to live within within our means per se, because hey, <laughs> be honest, is it you don't? If you don't have what you need, and you don't have everything that you want to be able to get, and you can't just go and get something, get a bottle of water or get some, it's difficult. It's a difficult situation for a person to be able to live in. That goes financially, that goes also spiritually, obviously, where a person feels sometimes they're out on an island all alone, and all the money in the world wouldn't help them, wouldn't buy them happiness. They just need that companionship, they need that moral support, they need that unconditional love from somebody to tell them HaKadosh Baruch Hu embraces each and every one of us as his own child these beautiful words tremendous chizuk can probably even strengthen the person and give them tremendous feelings and, and emotions and well up emotion within them and say wow HaKadosh Baruch who our Father in Heaven, loves us so much and takes each and every one of us by our hands. And then we look out and we say, wait a minute. Why do I still feel alone? Wait a minute, why can't I even walk outside? Some of us, they can't walk outside in the cold because they're allergic to cold, literally, physically. They're allergic to the cold and they, they have reaction to it every time they go outside until they can warm up again, until they can recuperate. Everyone has their trials, their tribulations, their hardships. But we cannot measure on a measuring stick. Who has better, who who has more, who has less, who has worse. We need to live within our own moment, within our own life. And some, most of us will say, it's easy for you to say. You have A, B, C, D, E. Do you know, when you look at that person that has the A, B, C, D, and E, what they are truly lacking, what they are truly missing, what's missing in their Simchas and their joy of life? We don't know. We don't know. And therefore, your smile could sometimes be tzedakah to cheer them up and to bring them to, to where they need to be. People are emotional. Emotions are something that a person has, the person is given. One needs to use their emotions, obviously only for good and for service to Hashem. But sometimes the sahara crawls in under our skin and our emotions are literally taking us over to an extent that we really can't control anymore we can no longer tolerate and we throw our hands up and we say, now what, I can't anymore I can't I have nothing and I have no one come what may, I need to do something I need need to go somewhere I need to talk to someone I need to be with someone I need to spend some time with somebody I have no one I'm isolated on an island. I'm isolated in the world of my own. I'm trying to do what Hashem wants me to do and what Hashem wants every Jew to do. But my surroundings, my family, my everything, don't allow it. Don't conform with it. How? How am I supposed to cope with such things? Again, the person that has and the person that is and the person that's complete and the person that's not living and walking in those shoes and through those footsteps can say all the most beautiful, comforting words can say all the most fantastic thoughts but they're all for naught they're falling, practically speaking, on deaf ears because, generally, the kalal is... What goes out of one's heart, enters, penetrates another heart. What comes out of your heart is sincerity. You can sincerely be telling the person how you want them to cheer up and to be, and you want to be helping them, etc. But at the end of the day, the bottom line... You're in one place and they're in another. And you can't fill the void that they have. And when that happens, you're just hands tied and you have a choice. You can walk away. Chas Or you could just keep persevering and trying and working harder and harder. Because as we know, to say I tried and I didn't succeed, we we don't believe the person. And therefore, the person needs to see to it that they apply themselves, and they put themselves, and they give this tzedakah to a fellow person, to a fellow Jew, to an extent that you know that the person... Is on their feet, is stabilized, is happy, is joyous, and Timara tells us that when you give tzedakah to a poor person, if the poor person was used to living a certain standard and they fell, one of the financially, they collapse financially. We need to help them to refer, to put them back on their feet to put them back in the same position they were before if they had horses and servants running in front of them before when they walked in the streets that too should be supplied so yes we don't know who's who and yes we don't always have the opportunity to help or to reach out to help somebody else in that, that situation but when opportunity presents itself one cannot Turn a blind eye, one cannot turn a cheek. One needs to apply themselves to help, to reach out, and to see to it that the person is given what they need to give. In this week's parsha, we are commanded about the establishing the setting up of the Mishkan for Hashem. This is a mitzvah given to everybody across the board. There is nobody that is exonerated from this mitzvah. Anoshim Vinoshim. Men and women. And according to the Medrash even, children. And there is no difference. Big, small, smart, simple. And the Ramam says this also. Everyone everyone is obligated to build, and to set up, and to establish with their money, with their lives, men, women, etc. To me, this is the way it says. What's a Mishkan? Let's understand what is the Mishkan. What is this tabernacle? The setting up of this Mishkan is a phenomenal entity of its own and it never was in the world before a physical house in this world in which God will envelop and will dwell him himself and we know in Malachim Aleph The Navi asks, Hashemayim Mushmeh, Hashemayim Le'echlucha, Vavkiya Bayezes, eh? heavens, and the heavens of heavens will not get supported, will not have to find, find any solace only in this house. How could such a tremendous, not an entity, you can't call God an entity even, how could such a tremendous spirituality be done through a Jew a simple Jew We didn't say only the sages we didn't say only the rich this simplest of simple Jews need to need to devote themselves to seeing it seeing to it that this house this tabernacle, which is going to be a dwelling place for God Almighty Himself, is established and set up, and exists. Therefore we see, that the actual making of this Mishkan, therefore, we actually see, who was involved in the making of the Mishkan? The intelligent. The high, people of high stature. B'Tzal. It says on B'Tzal that the Ruach Elokim, the spiritual God, the, the Godly Spirit was put in him. We won't tell anybody B'Tzal was 13 years old at the time. But still and all, this is what Teda establishes. That the setting up of the Mishkan is pendent on the donations of the heart of the person and the, and the dedications and devotions of each and every Jew where do they does one derive this strength to do so to bring this about to make this happen? To bring, to make a dwelling place, a physical dwelling place for Shmei Shemaim. Shemayim and Shmei for the heavy, the heavenly and the heaven, the heavenly of the heaven, make a physical dwelling place in this world for them. <clears throat> you want to tell me a tzaddik? You want to tell me a rebbe? You want to tell me somebody that's very, very spiritual and full of kedusha? They could do such. I understand. But where does it come to us, as simpletons, our simple, simple people? The Pastor tells us in the beginning of the Pastor, take to me, Truma. And Rashi explains what is Lee li. li means Lishmi to my name. You needed to have. The proper de- devotions, intentions, by when giving these donations, and through these pure intentions, we elevate everything that needs to be given. And avedus Hashem Lishma, serving God for the namesake of God. And again, as the Rabbim says, "Eisa emes v'pnei doing the truth work because it's the truth this is a level as we say Ein kol not every Chacham merits to it to be able to achieve to be the proper vessel for this holiness and the holy of holiness no. if it's not possible for everyone at that level or that stature where does it come to Egypt every Jew where does it come off to little us this is now where we understand, we start to understand we scratch the surface as we say as to what Am Yisrael was or became after Matan Teda after receiving the Teda when what, the Jews stood by Hasina, and everyone was there, every Neshama throughout the future generations was there. HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose Am Yisrael from all the nations and made from it a total new entity. HaKadosh Baruch Hu took the person, the physical person, and called them and made them Mamleches Kaya Nim Kaddish. They literally became a true, a holy nation. And from that point on, from Atentera, the Jews were tied with the essence of HaKadosh Baruch And therefore, if you keep your score on the Yomotah Sanhedrin and Memdalit right in the beginning of the top, the First Ahmed. Starts off, Afal pishachata Yisrael hu. Yisrael, a Jew. Even if God forbid they sinned, they are Jews. This, therefore, envelops the entire premius, the essence the point of the Jewish, the the Yid of the Jew, it can never ever be detached from a Baruch And deep down inside, each and every Jew has the want and the yearning to be part and connected to God. And if he finds himself in a different situation, this is the Yitzhahara, grabbing the bull by the horns. No Jew wants to <laughs> detach himself from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. No Jew wants to be taken away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And more than that, even a Jew that has not yet reached to the Dargah of Avedis Hashem Ay, <laughs> I'm sure Everybody else could say about themselves that they serve Hashem with the proper intention, the shame Shemayim, and everything else. I'm afraid I don't know if I could say that about myself, that everything I do is always the Shema. But we serve God. We're serving God even if it's Khasham shema. And a person that does that, if you keep your score at home, we're going back now to Yemara and Psachim in the There he brings down, there's also and there's many, many different places where we find this. Metech Chazal tell us, by involving ourselves in Tehidah and Mitzvah, even if it's not for the name of, the sake of, Etc. Of God and heaven, we are given the re- reason and the rhyme, the rhyme and reason with which, within the our capacity, within the lishma, we will ultimately come on to doing lishma for the name of proper intentions. And this inner yearning is by each and every June. The lay Shema is the Shema. And therefore, it is the Ratsun It is the inner yearning of HaKadosh Baruch So yes, therefore my friends, we can, each and every one, each and every Jew can achieve. The most simplest of Jews can achieve making a mishkan. To Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Their essence stands in a much higher level than we even know. So much so that they can build a house in which Hakadosh Baruch Hu requests and beseeches of us. And this is therefore the Parsha. Teruma. First of all, Teruma is the letters Tera Mem. The Tera that was given in 40 days. And the Pasuk starts off V'yikuli Teruma and then it says "Tikchos Truma and "Vazeis Hatruma Ashatikachu" "Dasha Tikchu." Three times mentioning the word "Truma," Bnei Yisrael, for the establishing of the Mishkan. It's actually a matter of Yerushalmi if you keep it going home. It's in Shkolem Perek Aleph because I'll tell us the three times are talking about the three different types of Trumas. The Trumas Adonim, which was for the beams, Trumas Ashkolom, which was for the sacrifices, and Trumas Hamishkan, for establishing the rest of the Mishkan, standing it all up. This is not something that was just in the desert before the Jews entered Israel. This is also not something that's only talking about the times when Israel was reigning and re- ruling, and therefore we had the holy temple on the Mount.. Harabas. But rather this is a perpetual generation after generation commandment. As we said before, each and every one of us needs to build the spiritual physical house. <laughs> How do I do that? <coughs> we are a dwelling place. Our our body is that vessel. Our body is that dwelling place, and with with wind. With, within which HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes and brings the Shekhinah and when he sets up the Mishkan in the Midbar through these three Trumas through these three Trumas this is how the Shekhinah rests and finds itself in our daily life through these three stages of service. The general action of the human being, of the Yid, is based on three different pillars of the world. And these, therefore, are the three that we just mentioned before. Tera, Aveda, and Gemilas Chassad. is Davedes HaKabanas, which today's day and age we do with tefillah, with prayer, bringing the sacrifices, we say, that our lips can compensate. And by saying and reading the portion the, about this particular sacrifice, we are as if we're bringing the sacrifice. And gemilus learning of Torah, is the same as parallel to the trumas adonim, as we said before for the beans, because this aveda of Tefillah the Aved of Tefillah is in is congruent to the Trumas Hashkolom and the Gmedas chasadim is conjunction with all the Mitzvahs of Trumas and Mishkan by doing so, by comparing as such We reveal a phenomenal connection in their essence themselves. The Adonim and the Theda, just like these Adonim, these Beams, were the foundation of the Mishkan, the foundation of the edifice in which the Shekhinah rested, so too, the Teda is the basis and the source of the revolution of kedusha and the, of revelation of kedusha the, in the world. Everything of Judaism, mitzvahs, Tevim, etc. So, therefore, the adonim in comparison to the study of Teda which keeps the world standing, the shkolim, which is. Aveda, which is the sacrifices, which as we said, today's day and age are tefillah. They purchased, these skalim would be used to purchase the general sacrifices that were brought. Because when a person brought his own sacrifice, a private sacrifice, he paid for it. But there were certain sacrifices throughout the course of the day that were brought for the nation, for the Jewish nation. And these were therefore purchased through this funds that was given Maksa Shekel. Excuse me. She spoke about last week the shkalim that they were brought. So therefore as we said the Tefillah is established for Maksa for for the so to compensate for the Karbanis, as you can see, if you Brachas homeara Brachash Vavamudbez twenty six I two. Cause what does the karb do? The word karban comes from the word kiruv, come closer. To bring closer the person to God. And so does Tvila. Tvila comes from the word psil, wick the string the strand that ties and connects and connects the person and what's above him all to Hashem then we say the third sedakah the third truma was that of the building of the mishkan itself and that is the mitzvah just like the mishkan was built through all the jews They brought physical material for the construction. Gold, silver, copper. And with this they built the actual tabernacle. For what? For the revelation of the Shekhinah. So to the mitzvahs that we do, with the physical mundane things of the world, elevate as well. And within those mitzvahs, within those physical mundane things that we did a mitzvah with, now rests spirituality. So therefore these three pillars, Teda, Veda, are based on a triple connection and with which HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the person and the world are intertwined Teda is the chachma of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. as we know Alpayim Shana Kadma Teda Leilam 2000 years before the world was created there was Teda we don't know how that works chronologically, obviously, because we don't know what. how did you have time if you didn't have a world yet, etc., etc. In Chimiskor, Baruch Eschaf, Bezim, and Aleph, 22, side 1, tells us also that the words of Teda that were brought down in this world, still remain, where is the fire? Although we are studying them, although we are learning them, although we are talking them, we are breathing them, but they still, are divrei, ka'ish. Tevila in turn, the prayers of the Jew, and the bringing of the sacrifices, sacrifices is the way that a person comes closer and brings himself closer to God himself. And thirdly and finally, the mitzvah is to, as we said before, penetrate and to permeate Kiddusha godliness within the physical mundane world making it thereby, a a dwelling place here in this world. And therefore we can revert back to the Mishnah, as we said, on three things the world stands, and therefore we understand that also the establishing of the Temple, setting up the Temple was three Trumas, which ultimately was received through these three sources, and through the three beings, we can accomplish Akadosh Baruch Hu also the full existence of Akadosh Baruch Hu in the world through the service of a person, and therefore revealing in this world, and thereby we say, it doesn't matter who you are, because you are part of Khal Yisrael you therefore have that strength, that potential, that greatness, with which to give, to, to attribute to to contribute, and to become be a part of the whole, and being part of Claudius Yisrael in a way that you too make a difference in the world, with each and every utterance of a word of Torah, utterance of Tefillah, and service of Tzedakah and Mitzvah. So we said, that what did the Jews have to give? They needed to give gold, silver, and copper. Mepharshim tell us the three trumas are also three levels of giving tzedakah. There are three different charities in this world. One that a person does when they're healthy that's golden where they have no reason or rhyme they're not depressed they want to help somebody and therefore feel that will cheer them up they're not God forbid suffering or sick and therefore need to give charity to God to answer them and God should help them they're just plain happy content living and existing and going through their daily life in a beautiful way, health, children, everything else, and therefore they want to give tzedakah. This is like gold. The person that al son is sick and has to give tzedakah because they want to be redeemed. It shouldn't hurt hurt them any more than it does. This is considered silver. And a person gives after they're dead this is considered nechesh, copper. And we have those that, other commentaries that explain, and they add, and they say, these three types of giving tzedakah are hinted in the acronym of the words Zov, chesef, and Nechesh. Zahav is an acronym, ze Bari, the one that gives when he is healthy. We've said this before, I know, but I'm sorry if we're, the repetition, but it's worthwhile hearing again. Kesef is Rashi Tevis, Sakanas Pachad, when there is a danger, a fear. And therefore it's a lesser level where the person that gives just because they're happy and just because they just want to give charity. And then there's ultimately (laughs) Necheshes. A sick person is lying on their deathbed and a person comes and says to him, you better give charity. I've told this story before, Rabbi Lipsky in Florida, from Aleph Institute, that approached an old man, very, very, very wealthy old man. And he asked him for tzedakah, for whatever he was doing at the time, either building the shul or for Aleph Institute. And the man gave him ten dollars. So Lipska said, looked at the $10 and said, Oh, I forgot to tell you. I listed off all my jobs and all my job descriptions and all the things I do. I forgot to tell you I'm also part of the Chevra Kadisha, the burial society. And I will attest to you, I will promise you and tell you now that nobody wears pants with pockets. You can't take any money with you. Man got the hint. Not sure if he threw over this card or if he gave him a proper donation. <laughs> we know, as we said before, when it comes to the doing, the simple doing of the Mishkan in the desert, as we said, this is the Avedis Hashem of each and every Jew. And therefore, the basis of all the Torah and Mitzvahs. Taking physical mundane things and making them into spirituality through Teda and So, therefore, this is considered tzedakah, which is a mainstay mitzvah of all the other mitzvahs. And intertwines and, and incorporates, if you keep in score at home, that tells us, it's also brought down in a that this is. The tzedakah is a mitzvah that generalizes all mitzvahs. So if that's the case, we need to find within the service of Hashem, our service to Hashem, how we have those three levels of tzedakah that we mentioned before: nes and body, and the person that sekhans the fasches. Zav, as we said before, is there nice and body, the one that gives them is healthy. This is the ultimate service to Hashem. The service of the righteous. The tzaddikim. They do it when they are healthy. They feel an urge and a yearning to be connected to God at all times. So when they're completing, they're doing, they're doing bits of, Excuse me, learning Tater when they're healthy in everything that they do, and therefore it's considered gold, which is the best of all the different materials that we have here. And we make the most valuable things in the Mishkan out of gold, silver. Shiesh when you have the Sakonas of fear this symbolizes the situation of the hidden factors in the world that lie within some people just has a hard time measuring up to everything when it comes to HaVed HaShem All the negativity that gets thrown at him and all the things that are so hard. And therefore, they strengthen themselves and they work on themselves and they stand up against all these hardships. But it doesn't come natural. After all these comes the third. The Necheshs. The giving of the sick, the ill person, that they tell him, "You better give." This symbolizes a situation of the lowest of stature, the lowest form of kiem teiramitzes. This is a person that, spiritually speaking, is unfortunately not well, and part of this. Even finding themselves, even after death, saying, people will look and say, it looks like they were not attached, God forbid. From the outside, it looks like they were lacking in their attachment to God. And thereby, a person simply looks dead and void in spirituality. Dead and void from the connection to God from Teda to Tzachayim but still in all one cannot give up he too makes a part of the Mishkan he too has participation in the building of the Mishkan even if he only decides to give from within his Karech of Avedis Hashem just for his effort, from his strength, thereby he becomes also part of the Vyasula Middle As the Tara enumerates on different parts different levels, types of Truma, thereby we understand and we recognise that also the Nechesh, also that copper, the part we cannot do without in order to build actual Mishkan. A Jew finds himself even in the lowest and the hardest, in the hard times. One needs to still devote and and put themselves out to the most of their capacity and their capability to serve Hashem, Mekayim, Teir, and to merit to be a dwelling place for Hajj to fill this world and to fill the Tachlas Abriya, the Tachlas of creation, the whole reason for creation. And the Torah in this Risparsha continues to enumerate the different materials. But the ultimate thing is to make for me a dwelling place. Even a private home where one lives needs to be the Mishkan. A dwelling where everything around it has to be felt. Not just a private home here. We need to try to turn this house into a center of terah tfillah and mitzvah to Mekayim sherin terah in the house to davin in the house with a minyan obviously and to help those that need etc therefore thereby we all need to be a mishkan a tabernacle to be Mefitz, the eretz kedusha to all its surroundings, to spread the spiritual light throughout. And this is through the preparation, the good preparation, of building the Mishkan, the Great One, each one builds a greater one than the one before, and ultimately, we will merit to the base Hamigdash HaShlishi, Mehera Tiboneh, day in our times, I felt to share a little short apologies. Shortness of time. Shabbat shalom to all. May we find ourselves in the Mezamigdash Ashlishi this very Shabbos. Today is a Chedish other Chedish Tev Mervehach. We shenichnas Marbim beSimcha. We add joy. May we add joy level to level, and there be no more tears.